Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Touchdown, Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by Wonkay Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. Produced in conjunction with GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted, Rondé Barber. To the pylon, touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. It's final four time on betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports and after an historic divisional round of playoffs, we have reached the conference championship games. Ron Kruk, along with former New York Giant Tiki Barber and, of course, former Tampa Bay Buck Rondé Barber. Guys, what can we say? I mean, what an epic weekend for football that we saw three out of four road underdogs cover three one outright. The other game was decided in overtime and for the first time. In playoff history, every game went down to the final play. Really just an incredible weekend. Well, it lets you know that they got all the right teams in the divisional round, whereas the wild card weekend, it felt like, what the hell are the Philadelphia Eagles doing here? <laughs> what, are these, what are the Patriots doing in this game, getting blown out? This week was amazing all the way around and made some memorable games, um, regardless of who you were rooting for. I think you could throw the the uh, Steelers and the Cardinals into that category, the wild card weekend as well. <laughs> it, it, it far made up for the uh, mediocre football that was the week before. I mean, this this I told you I, I didn't even play golf on that day on the, on 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 Saturday or Sunday because these freaking teams were all so good to watch. Uh, not I mean I think I had a couple of winners, but I had a couple of losers. I was I was hoping that the Bucks came down and tied it and won it with a field goal, and that would have been <laughs> the most prescient gambler of all time 100 <laughs> percent. i i tiki i know i was nervous when the text started coming in from ronde yeah i you? was too i was definitely nervous because he got off on the right foot and i was like oh here we go me and crook are gonna, <laughs> yeah me yeah. and crook are gonna have to hear it for a whole a week 100 saturday was brutal i had to shut the phone off because <laughs> ronde went two and oh we got to give him props tiki and i were struggling but we came back on sunday and uh, but we hey, the week goes to you, Rondé. Well, well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Before we move on, I mean, there were so many points to last week. Um, I, I just want to get something, you know, uh, what stood out to you? You know, L.A. did everything to, to lose that game, but they pulled it out. Buffalo did everything to lose that game with 13 seconds left and <laughs> they accomplished it. Uh, the NFL overtime rules, you know, t- teams winning the to- coin toss are now 10-1 and one in the playoffs. I mean, so many storylines. What stood out to you guys? 
I think what stood out to me, Ron, is that, and you've done this for a few years now, but it was just really on on highlight this past weekend. In order to win a Super Bowl, a, you a couple of things have to happen. You either have to have un, unbelievable luck, like the San Francisco 49ers, or you better have a top five quarterback. And teams that are having or making these decisions at quarterback, like, oh, you know, we can get by with this guy. I think we can win. You know, we just got to put the right pieces around this guy. It's not happening, man. And if you want to be at this point of the season, your quarterback better be elite or have an elite defense like the San Francisco 49ers did against the Green Bay Packers, in part because of the weather, but also because David Bakhtiari was out and they were forced to start a guy who had no experience uh, at that position and their offensive line was in shambles. So it's really about quarterbacks. And I think this past weekend, it showed us that in in, in spades. I think it's that. Uh, in, not only is that in the NFL, it's like that in college as well. Elite quarterbacks win in college. In the, in the NFL – it is about the quarterback, Tiki, but I think it's as much about the surrounding pieces. Uh, you just go to uh, the Titans, right? Is Ryan Tannehill an elite quarterback? No, but he's capable when he has the pieces around him. Yeah. Tom Brady is 44 years old. Is he elite quarterback? I mean, his stats say he is, but without Tristan Wirfs at right tackle, Pro Bowl right tackle, that, mm-hmm. it, the game was completely That's different. Time, right? That's I right. That Bucks game very easily. I'm not going to say could or should, but it could have been 40 to six. If they don't turn the ball over four times, it's a blowout. There was only one difference on offense. Obviously, they were down some receivers. There's only one one difference. He didn't have his supporting cast, and he got and he got blown out of the water. Yeah. My takeaway though is that the, the 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 state of that position in the NFL is perfect right now. You got <laughs> aged guys. You got some unbelievably charismatic and exciting younger guys. And it, to me, it feels like anybody can win any football game. I, I love that. Yeah. And uh, what a performance by Wyoming's own Josh Allen. <laughs> performance went to waste, though. Uh, it was an incredible weekend, and it's going to be hard to top it, but we're going to give it a shot. We got some great storylines coming into the conference championship games. Bengals looking for their first Super Bowl appearance since 89 and two wins away from their first Super Bowl championship. On the other end of the spectrum, 49ers trying to win their sixth Lombardi trophy, but it's been 27 years since their last championship. Kansas City trying to become the third team to appear in three straight Super Bowls, and the Rams are the first team to host the conference game in the same stadium where the Super Bowl will be played. It should be a lot of fun, guys. Let's kick things off in the AFC, where the number four seed Cincinnati Bengals visit the number two seed Kansas City Chiefs. Rematches galore again this week. (laughs) These two teams met in week 17. I mean, that was less than a month ago when the Bengals overcame an early deficit to defeat the Chiefs in Cincinnati. Uh, The final on that one, 34-31, that was week 17. Cincinnati against the spread, they have covered the spread in their past six games. They are on fire, but so are the Chiefs, eight and two against the spread in their last 10. Here are the current odds from Superbook.com. Kansas City opened up as a touchdown favorite at minus Mm. seven. The current odds still at minus seven, over under some major points uh, expected to be scored in this one. 
55 points for the point total. Let's get things rolling on this uh, conference championship edition of Betting with the Barbers. Tiki, kick us off. Yeah, laying seven against a team and a player in particular who you gave up 266 receiving yards to Jamar Chase had in that week 17 game. It's just unbelievable to think that they're that big of a favorite. So at first blush, I'm kind of leaning towards the Cincinnati Bengals. However, the Cincinnati Bengals have a lot of problems that are being masked over the last couple of games, including how porous their offensive line is. Last weekend, we all remember, they get, get Joe Burrow got sacked nine times in this game. And I think Crazy. the only way for them to stay with the Kansas City Chiefs is if they do something that's taking them out of what they're great at. That is, run the ball with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon quietly had a really great season. He was third in the NFL in rushing with 1,200 yards. He was fourth in touchdowns with 13. They, their run game is potent. But in order to win in this postseason, they they have to score against the Kansas City Chiefs team. So it puts them at a market uh, disadvantage. I love where the Kansas City Chiefs are. The early adversity in this season uh, galvanized them. It showed them what some of their weaknesses are. And it also showed them how to play through uh, adversity. And I think we saw that in particular at the end of the Bills game last weekend. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard the audio, but you should go check this out. Because the Buffalo Bills did something in that those last two plays. They played everybody wide to the sidelines uh, on the first play. They got a big gainer. Travis Kelsey goes to uh, goes to Patrick Mahomes and tells him, if they do that again, we're going to make this. I'm going to forget whatever play is called. I'm going to do this. Right. And so yeah. there's now sound. Yeah, there's, football. there's sound that's been released. You, you should hear it if you hear it. He at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is telling Travis Kelsey, do it, do it. Like, yeah. like whatever, forget the play, just do what we talked about. It's backyard football, man. Love and it. backyard football set up the game, uh, tying field goal. Obviously, they win in overtime on the coin flip. That's a whole different conversation. I love where Kansas City is. And as much as I, 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 I appreciate where Cincinnati uh, has come and all the, the records that they've set and how great Joe Burrow is going to be, I got to take the Chiefs at home, even if even though they are laying seven. Give me Kansas City minus seven here. Wow, that the audio is pretty cool, but I mean, situational football. There was some there were some defensive coordinator decisions this weekend that completely baffled me. As a defensive player, a guy that understands football, it pissed yeah. me off. To be honest, with you. <laughs> sure. that was one. Why are you protecting the sideline? Why are you protecting the sideline? You can't the field that quickly. And just to play the way that you basically gave it to him, laid him up. You let you gave him a layup. It was just just stupid. That was just that's that's a rant for another show. But <laughs> yes, it is. Trust me. I, I I look at this game and my first question is obviously, is this the end of the line for my Bengals? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good run, my friend. All all, all year. Look, this, this game is seven points for a reason. This is Zach Taylor's third playoff game, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, he'll be looking to play against his mentor, Sean and McVay, if they make it too. This is Andy Reid's 35th playoff game. He's got 19 victories. It's the third most in NFL history, right? Wow. So everyone expects, just based on this line, I think, and if you look at the way it's being bet, everybody expects KC to win this game, but for Cincy to cover. Right. And it's probably based on that 31 to 34 victory at Arrowhead early in the, in the year. And I, and I don't think that I disagree. I'm kind of in the same boat with you, T, but I'll tell you why I'm a little bit di- different. There's only been one person that has beaten Patrick Mahomes twice in one year. You know who it was? Who? Tom Brady. And it was mm. the Pats. Mm. Is, now, is, is Joe Burrow Tom Brady? No, 
maybe Tom Brady one day, but not right now. The Bengals do one thing well on defense, right? Stop the run. Uh, but it's the one thing that the Kansas City offense doesn't even try to do most of the time. That's, to me, that's a wash, right? They, they, they ran for 155 yards last game, but they lost the football game. Like, I don't think they're going to sit back and try to protect their lead like they did last time. Uh, we've seen what this Kansas City offense can do. They can move up, move up and down the field at will. Um, they just put up, what, 480 yards of offense and four touchdowns against the yeah. number one defense in the NFL last week. I mean, they're clearly, very clearly playing their best football right now. Cincinnati's defense, however, I know you've mentioned some weaknesses and some things that have come through, haven't come through for them. But since they played this team last, since they played Kansas City last, 19 points per game, and they have seven takeaways. So they're starting to be hit, starting to hit their stride as well. And, and we talked about this last week, didn't we? I think it was a viewer question. What ultimately wins championships? Is it <laughs> offense or is it defense? <laughs> I, you, don't, you don't have to answer it. I, I know. Look, I think Joe Burrow, he's young, but he can chase games, right? He, he can chase games. He did it last time. They were down 14 points twice against the Kansas City Chiefs and came back and won. Those 266 yards are ridiculous, right? But he picked he picked them apart, right? There's one thing that, that, that disrupts good quarterback play, and that's rushing the passer. One thing that the Chiefs do not do well is rush the passer. This is not going to be a nine-sack game like it was for Tennessee, even though their offensive line is no good, right? They got Chris Jones, the Chiefs, and who else? Uh, Melvin Ingram, who's got one sack, and Frank Clark, who's got four, right? That's that's it other than Chris Jones. So I think this is a cautionary game for Steve Spagnuolo and Andy Reid, um, but yeah. it's going to be a full-on sprint. Take the take the over on the points. That's, that's for sure. Casey is hot, but I, I think since he might be hot enough, to keep up with Patrick Holmes. They held him to 259 yards last last time they played. That's significant, man. Like it's significant. Even though he's the best quarterback remaining, it's significant. I think they keep this closer than seven. And maybe, maybe don't maybe, go there. Maybe, don't maybe, go maybe. there. Don't Sneak go there. Win. But <laughs> in either way, give me the Bengals against the spread. Whoa, one more time with the Bengals. <laughs> you gotta ride it out. Well, maybe two more times. We I don't guess. know. They have uh, they have come through with for you, Rondé, all season long. Uh, quickly, you know my take on this, man. I've gone back and forth with this again. The the O line play of the Cincinnati Bengals was uh, just appalling in that Tennessee game. You both mentioned it, and in the immortal words of Principal Ed Rooney from Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off, who was sacked nine times, and they won. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. And they won. Uh, to me, that is such a a a, a concerning point. But uh, if they can protect Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon can eat up some of the clock, control the ball, keep Mahomes and company on the sidelines, I think they have a great shot at winning. Uh, you know, the Bengals, you mentioned it, Ronde, they have been on the plus side of the turnover battle in this run. And uh, listen, it's not easy traveling to KC. It never is. Kansas City's offense is clicking right now. And uh, I, I think one of the things, though, is the fact that Cincinnati beat them earlier, even going into Arrowhead, it's giving them the confidence to maybe pull this one off. I went back and forth with this one. I am going to take Rondé's Bengals <laughs> in the points and uh, see what happens. But I am not really – I love the over in this one a lot more <laughs> than I like the uh, the team. So 
Rondé going Bengals. I'm going Bengals. And Tiki is taking the Chiefs at home. All right, let's move on now to the NFC Championship. Uh, No-Cal versus SoCal battle. (laughs) This remaining seed uh, in the – in the playoffs, but possibly the hottest team right now, number six ranked San Francisco 49ers traveled to LA to face the uh, number four ranked and NFC West division foe, the LA Rams. Uh, quickly, guys, uh, San Francisco swept the Rams in the season. Epic comeback uh, in overtime at SoFi Stadium in week 18. That got the 49ers in the playoffs. Week 10, completely dominated by San Francisco. Uh, uh, the Rams had no answer for Debo Samuel. Two touchdowns, 133 yards. They rolled 31-10. to 10. San Francisco looking to reach their eighth Super Bowl in franchise history. The Rams, their fifth and second appearance in four years. Uh, the spreads, L.A. has covered two out of their last four against the spread, but six out of eight. And the 49ers just keep rolling. They have covered six out of their past seven games. And for you point total fans, the under has come in in seven of their past eight games when the 49ers play. Here are the current odds according to Superbook.com. The Rams opened as a three-point favorite. And some money has come in on L.A. They are currently a minus three-and-a-half-point favorite. Get that hook. Uh, and the <laughs> total is 46. Guys, 49ers are the underdog in this game, even though they've beaten the Rams six straight times. Craziness. Rondé, it's all you. Break it down for us. This, this feels like a toss-up. And, and, and to clarify your vernacular, is SoCal is L.A., I thought no cow was like the middle of the state, like Bakersfield or something. No, he's going up north. My man Gilbert Melendez up in San Francisco. He lets me know about. Oh, uh, as soon as, as soon as San Francisco won uh, their last game of the season and got into the playoffs, you almost felt like this collision course was was starting, right? And it's yep. like all the drama, right? I mean, you're asking who the better team is. It, it's the Rams, right? It just they sold their soul. And their future, really, to win the Super Bowl this year, right? And now they're in the NFC Championship game. It's it's so funny. Super Bowl team has never been played by the home team. Well, it's gonna it might happen twice, right? In two, yeah, in two, two years in a row. Years. Like yeah, that's that's a that's a wives' tale now. It's a myth. Um, you know, but <laughs> those six wins in a row, right? Only one of those games have the 49ers not covered as well. I know historical like data means nothing. Like one time is like eh, oh well. Two or three times, you're like man, what the. Four, five, and six. You beat them four, five, and t- six times in a row. All of a sudden, it's significant, right? It's it, it's statistically significant. Now I know it's a playoffs. You only you only play for one game, but to me, it it, it sound it seems like Shanahan has something for McVay. He has his numbers. It, sometimes it's just the familiarity. When we played uh, the we play the Saints every year, and no matter how bad the Saints are, they beat the Bucks, right? It just it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, though, this matchup, and, and I know Tiki will probably agree with me here, it's a good one for a lot of different reasons. It's about two young black coordinators. Can Raheem's defense stop 49ers run game? And can D'Amico Ryan's secondary stop Cooper Cup? Right. Firstly, I think Kyle has a lot more in his arsenal, Shanahan, to, to go against Raheem than the other way around, but they've tried everything. They've tried too high the first time around just to make them run the football they lost. They tried to go single high to stop the run, and then Jimmy Garoppolo throws for 316 yards, <laughs> and they lost again, right? They sacked sure. him, of course, but it, it didn't matter. 
Rams pass rush is the best in the league. We know that. We saw it last week. We see it every week. Donald, Miller, Floyd, they're ridiculous, right? Can they, can they stop the run and play zone coverage, though, and, and let Jimmy Garoppolo mess it up? I know Tiki hates Jimmy Garoppolo because he's never <laughs> messed it up. I don't know. And on the other side, of the other side, this Rams offense is predicated on one thing, right? Can Matthew Stafford take care of the football? Well, he did last week. The game should have been a blowout. But guess what? Uh, Cam Akers fumbled twice. Their best player, Pro Bowl wide receiver, fumbled. And then they had a, a ridiculously errant snap that gave the Bucks ball back on the plus side of the 50. Like, how does that happen? Like I said, that game should have been a blowout. But they, get kept, they keep leaving people in games. And then one thing, right? The 49ers... The 49ers will not play man to man against this 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 defense when when or this nope. offense. When Matthew Stafford sees single high or pressure, he is the best, and I mean statistically the best quarterback in the NFL. Right. I know they got you know cover seven. People are talking about this cover seven. We called it double the stars. You're gonna play man to man everywhere, <laughs> right? And you're gonna double uh, Cooper Cup and somebody else opposite Cooper Cup. But I think Matthew Stafford does one thing very well. When he sees single coverage and he knows he's not going to go to Cooper Cup or Higby or whoever the other guy's doubling is, he'll find OBJ. He'll find Van Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He did it last week. He's done it all season long. So my only worry in this game for the Rams at three and a half is that they let people back in the games. They let Tampa Bay back in the game. They let San Francisco back in the game a couple weeks ago. They had to come back to beat Baltimore, who we know stinks, right? So are they more than a field goal better than San Fran? I, I honestly don't think so. I, this, mm. this, this is just this is this this is this is like there's a, there hasn't been a game since week 14 where this 49ers defense hasn't given up more than 307 yards. Think about that. Since week 14, they haven't given up more than 307 yards. I think it's a close game. I'll take San Francisco here to cover. Wow, look how he works that in. You know, you think he's going one way, and then comes. <laughs> I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, Rondé. I really do. The It's an anomaly. It feels it has to be an anomaly. Sean McVay is one of the best coaches in the NFL right now. He cannot beat Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> he just can't do it, no matter what he does. And Rondé laid it out. They played zone. They ran the ball over him. They played man. Jimmy Garoppolo, who I don't trust at all, you're right, throws the ball over him. This line is is like a, it's a killer. Because you know they're they're gonna they're gonna get a huge lead, let them back in, and win by a field goal. Right? Yeah. So, and so, and so it's like this, the 49ers are definitely gonna cover, even though they're gonna lose the game because they're not good enough to beat the Rams. It's just this game is compounding, but it's awesome for that exact reason. But it goes back to what I said at the beginning of of this of this episode, talking about quarterbacks. And you mentioned it, you alluded to it briefly, Rondé. The LA Rams have sold out. Really, they've been doing this for like four years, selling yeah. out to try to win one. And they got to one, but they got outcoached significantly by uh, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots a few years ago. And so they're sold out again. They put all their chips in the table and said, Jared Goff, you're good. You're not good enough. Let's go get <laughs> Matt Stafford. And so they go bring in Matt Stafford. This offense has been ridiculously explosive. The last couple of games, 74% completion percentage uh, for Matt Stafford, 10 and a half yards per attempt, four touchdowns. He's thrown no interceptions, even though they turned the ball over a lot against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and got them back into this game. But I think the difference, uh, and this is why I'm taking the Rams, I'm going opposite you again, Rondé, I'm taking the Rams oh, yes. with three and a half. So I think this is, a, this is a six or seven point game is because you can only check but that in check, whether it's cover seven, this double the stars, whatever you want to say, Cooper Cup 
and 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 Odell Beckham and now Cam Akers, who's back healthy after an Achilles injury, which I have no idea how he's playing this year, but he's back and he's going to be a difference maker as he gets stronger. I think at some point the the wear of all of this firepower going on the San Francisco 49ers creates a crack. And I think it happens because Jimmy Garoppolo gives them short fields. And so at the end of the day, I, I, and I said this last week, even though they came back and they somehow beat the the the, uh, the Packers without scoring a touchdown yeah. uh, and doing it solely. And I hate to say that because that's just disrespectful solely with special teams. Um, they they're here at this game. I just think the Rams are so much better on paper. They It's hard to beat a team three times in one season, especially at home. And you've heard this from the very beginning of the week. The L.A. Ram fans uh, or the L.A. Rams themselves are telling their fans, buy the damn tickets. Don't let <laughs> yes. San Francisco 49ers fans be Keep in the stadium. Out. The last time they played, it was a home game for the 49ers. So if they get the home field advantage, they don't make those stupid mistakes that let the Bucs back in this game. And Matt Stafford just keeps doing Matt Stafford things and let Jimmy Garoppolo do what Jimmy Garoppolo does. I think the Rams win this one uh, comfortably. Not running away, but I think comfortably. Give me the Rams laying three and a half. Yep, laying three and a half. All right, we got a barber-brother battle here in the AFC and NFC Championship. Tiki going with the Rams in this one and Rondé with the 49ers. You mentioned it's tough to beat a team three times, Tiki, but I've got a stat for you. This is one of the favorite I saw this week in my research. Since 1985, there have been three prior games where one team swept a division rival in the regular season, then played them in the conference championship. And in all three of those games, the team that swept the season won the third game. Just <laughs> it out there. Just a trend that I heard. Uh, I, I think that what the 49ers front four has done uh, the past few games, destroying the Cowboys and now the Packers, uh, and the last time they played the Rams, they did that too. They created some problems in the backfield uh, that caused Matthew Stafford to struggle. He threw two picks in both games this season against uh, against the 49ers. He was sacked twice in the first game, but five times in that second game. Uh, they will need that pressure again. I love the fact that the 49ers ran the ball 75 times in their two wins over L.A. this season. I mean, we know wow. what they're going to do, right? We know what they're going to do. And they still are able to, to pound that ball, and that opens up some options for, for Samuel. I've gone back and forth with this one, too, but who am I to question history and that stat? I'm going to go <laughs> with a more physical team and take the San Francisco 49ers uh, with three and a half. So I love it. Hey, Tiki, uh, Ron's a turncoat. I know he is. <laughs> Benedict Arnold over there. 100%. I was all in with Tiki last week, Jeez. and now I completely flip sides, and I'm yeah. with Grande. So. You know what? You're not Benedict Arnold. You're like Aaron Burr. You were on my side, fought in the revolution. <laughs> you wanted to duel me in Hope in, in New Jersey. <laughs> And you shoot me while I aim my gun at the side. I did the honorable thing. I aimed my gun at the sky. That and is, you shot me. That is a fantastic a history lesson right there. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. And for our viewers and listeners, we do not talk to each other before these uh, recordings. We just go with it. And that's why you get so much entertainment from your <laughs> entertainment doll.
All right, so that's going to do it for the conference championship games. Again, Tiki is going with both favorites this week, uh, the Chiefs and the Rams. Rondé and myself going with both underdogs, taking the points with the Bengals in San Francisco. Should be a lot of fun. But, guys, it, it hurts me to say this, but we have come down to our final. Bucket open. <laughs> There's any in there? There's still some in there? I love it. There's still some in here. They're not fresh anymore, but uh, (laughs) this will be back on producer Mike Riggs' mantle. Soon enough, Mike. Take it easy. You'll get it back. All right. We will choose three random bets that the guys are either in on or going to pass on. So uh, I hope they're good bets. I hope they've marinated like pickles do and they get better as they (laughs) (laughs) So do I. Right, here we go. Number one. Oh my gosh. Yes. Really? Here we oh, go. Ooh. Liverpool six to one to win the mm. Premier League. Mm. I mean, I'll just wind it up and let you guys go. So this is my team, obviously. The Reds are currently nine points back, I believe, or is it eight, Ronde? I, I think, think it's eight. Oh, I think it's nine. I think, I think uh, the, the Reds are nine point back on, I think it is Man City, but they have a game in hand, meaning they, they haven't played a game. Maybe they actually have two in hand um, on game. Man City. So they played one less game. They played one less game than, than so uh, they So they have a game in hand. They're nine points back. Man City faltered this past weekend. Liverpool looks as strong as easy as ever. I would take this bet without a doubt. Six, oh, six to okay. one, six to one. Um, the the Reds have won a last couple of matches without Sadio Mane and uh, Mo Salah, who have been away in the African Nations Cup, uh, and they've done it with Jota and some of these other guys who have been playing really great. Allison's one of the best goalies in the Premier League. I'm gonna. I, I would take this bet. I definitely would. It's optimism okay. because I don't want to see Man City run away like they did last year with the EPL title. It was gross well, last year. The, the, one thing, the one thing, Ron, if you're not an EPL fan, the table never lies. It always tells the truth at the end of the season. The best team usually is sitting on top. Now, that being said, Manchester City has paid handsomely to be the best <laughs> team at the end of <laughs> every every campaign. The fact that Liverpool has come roaring back into relevance over the past three or four years is amazing in itself. And they do it really in a way that that English people admire. So six to one, I, I, I've taken it as well because as good as Man City is, I think Jurgen Klopp, the manager at uh, Liverpool, is a better manager than Pep Guardiola. And Man City hasn't hit their little their little midseason dip. Yep. Every team has it. They're going to hit it, and Liverpool's going to pounce. I, I would, I would, I would take six to one on Liverpool. Wow, bold. Liverpool, Liverpool's trailing by nine points. They have three or four more goals on the season, so they're scoring the goals. They, they're there. Yeah. They just, they just haven't won as much, or I think it's more the, it's the draws that's killed Liverpool this year. Brentford, we drew with Brentford. We drew with Chelsea. Six. Like these stupid draws, six draws six this year. Six of them. That's, that's right. The issue with. Soft, right? Too no, it's not. Loss. That's what makes it great. Oh, Table never okay, lies. We have for another show. I mean, that I can't wait for the premier league betting right. with the barbers. Uh, spectacular. That's what we're going to be able to talk about in, in two weeks and three weeks. So, yes, right, yes, <laughs> right. it down. All right, so both guys are in on Liverpool. Let's go back to our bucket of bets and see what we got here. 
Next up. Oh, I love this one. AFC right now is a minus one and a half favorite to win the Super Bowl. Are you jumping on it? You know, you think about it. Would you take Kansas City as a one and a half over L.A. or San Francisco? Or would you take the Bengals minus one and a half over San Francisco or L.A.? In tough, dude. I Honestly, no. <laughs> I'm not taking that. I think the NFC is a better – has a better product right now. I think mm. I, I honestly think the quarterbacks in the NFC give you a, a better chance. Other, I mean, Mahomes is what Mahomes is. But I don't know that Joe Burrow is ready to win a Super Bowl. I just, I, I just don't. I think he can make it there. I think, you know, he can beat them. But I, I'll take Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan in one game over Andy Reid or Zach Taylor right now. I will. I just, mm. I will. Yeah, Kansas, City's so- got one Super Bowl. Kansas City's got one Super Bowl under Andy Reid. Right, they won yeah. one Super Bowl. I mean, he's made the playoffs a ton. They won one Super Bowl. I just think the I think the guys in the NFC are better. I think they have more talent. Well, just, the question. Let me think about this. Let me talk through it. The Cincinnati Bengals get in. Am I taking D'Amico Ryan's getting after the Bengals that front seven um, against the Bengals uh, front five? I'm giving the edge to the 49ers. That's just on the off, offensive defense. Well, the if, other one. If, if, the it's, other the, one. if it's the Rams, this is the Rams and what they do with um with Raheem Morris and you know Floyd and all those guys all those stunts to create I'm definitely taking them over the Bengals so NFC clearly with the with the Bengals now the NFC with the Kansas City Chiefs is a different proposition because the Chiefs have actually gotten pretty good up front offensively they don't run the ball nearly effective enough but they don't have to I think we we need to get rid of talking about teams Oh, you don't go. You don't run the ball enough. It doesn't matter anymore in the National Football League. So for me, it becomes it comes a question of how many stops do I think the 49ers or the Rams can get against Pat Mahomes? And I think it's enough given their ability to score as well um, and control the game and the run game if you're the 49ers to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So I would say I would agree with Rondé. I would yes. not take this bet. Well, put it this way. How many because it's basically it's basically it's 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 a it's a pick up even because it's only one and a half. I would I wouldn't take this bet. How many stops can the other the AFC defenses get against either one of the offensive coordinators of in the NFC? It's it's less, right? I, yeah, you're going to score more. Period. You just are. So no. <laughs> I would. I mean, like if I just think if the Chiefs are playing either of them, aren't they going to be? The favorite by more than one and a half. Let, let's let's not forget that the Chiefs struggle against teams that have variable defenses, meaning they're not just doing one Good thing. Point. Now I know that the 49ers and the Rams both play a lot of zone. Uh, you will not see the 49ers play man. Ronnie said this in this NFC Championship game because they are severely compromised in their secondary, particularly yes. the cornerbacks. Um, but they play zone as well as anybody in the league. And if you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and you're dropping seven or eight, Pat Mahomes wants to create a play. We see it all the time. But with the 49ers, they're getting home, whether it's Bosa or whether it's Armstead. They're going to get home and make it hard for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I know what you're saying, and I think intuitively it sounds right to say, well, Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and and, and Tyreek Hill, they'll figure it out. But I I I I think that both those defenses can create the type of pressure that disrupts the Mahomes, uh, Pat Mahomes is of the of of the NFL. 
God. So you can take the NFC plus one and a half. <laughs> if you're up, if you're up one. All right, this is it. This is it. Our final bucket of bets. Bet of the year, or at least for the year of the uh, betting with the barbers show. Oh man, Denver Nuggets action. My own, my Nuggets here. Are you taking the Joker mm-hmm. at seven to two odds to win back yeah. to back? Yeah. In NBA MVPs. Yeah. Steph's falling off. There's no doubt about this. Steph has fallen off. I mean, LeBron James, people will always create him a conversation around him because of what he's what he's attempting to do with an inferior roster right now. Um, even though they did have a big win over the Nets, but even though I mean nobody played. Harden was the only guy that played. So it's not going to be LeBron. It's not going to be Steph. He fell off. Joel Embiid has a con- is in this conversation. He scored 50 in 27 minutes last week, which is ridiculous. Um, but he's already missed 11 games, and he's bound to miss more. I think that team starts to fall apart a little bit, especially with the Ben Simmons drama hanging around him. And who else would should be in that conversation? Um, mm. I think that's it. So, yeah, I, I would take Joker back-to-back. I guess Giannis is in the conversation. Giannis, but he, yes. He, he, he hasn't been – I don't know. It doesn't feel like he's been as dominant in previous years. Durant's um, thrown in there. No, Durant's Durant's out for six weeks, man. He's just yeah, like, yeah. He's not. It's not him. It's it's gonna be Joker again. It is. That's it. That's that's a good. That's a good bet. So what's the uh, so what's the remind me of this 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 uh, three? This, it's basically uh, three and a half to one. So for seven, yeah, seven, seven to two. That the Joker's back to back MVP. Can I just uh, say it for you? You don't think. You're no, I don't think so. I, I, I don't. I mean, there's, there, the, the, all those guys Tiki named. I mean, the best team in the NBA right now, right, is the is the Phoenix Suns, correct? Suns, yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, the Denver Nuggets, no. no. Yeah, but, I mean, Devin, Book, De- Devin Booker's not winning the MVP. So, I know that he's exciting. But he's playing like an MVP type of player. Yeah. yeah but he might I, not win it, but he's playing like an MVP type player. You get to the end of the season – and all of a sudden, he's accelerated his development. And I don't know. Denver's got to win a lot more games for that to happen. Let's just yeah, that they're real middle. Well, do, injuries are destroying them, too. Yeah. So they're real middle of the road. But I like what you're saying. I mean, you make a good point, both of you. Uh, people were not happy that he won the MVP last year. But yeah. when you look at what's going on the MV, in the NBA right now, I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, there's – you know, Embiid is a two to one. Giannis is right behind him at plus three twenty-five. Uh, Booker sixty to one. Um, I don't know if you look at what a MVP does for their team. Uh, Jokic has got to be up there, and and I don't know the yeah, Nuggets. The P- his 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 per is is just stupid. It's one of the highest I've ever seen at thirty-three point yeah. seven. Yeah, and yeah. and Beads is not far behind at thirty, I think point one or something like that. We looked at it the other day on our show, but uh, Joker's MB, uh, his his statistics are ridiculous right th- right now this year, and so he's he's holding that team together. They've had a bunch of issues. I think that's going to give him a lot of um, uh, credence to that title, sure. especially if they get it right as it gets closer to play uh, playoff time and they become a top four seed and they're hosting a game in the first round. Yeah, it's going to be a difficult task, but yeah, they're uh, they need to get some guys back from injury for sure. Yep. 
All right, guys. So that's going to do it for the bucket o bets. I can't um, believe you threw us a basketball question right there. Basketball, soccer, and we got one football. Well, he likes <laughs> to keep us on our toes. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Mike. Well done. Well, guys, we have a winner. We want to thank everyone, uh, all of our viewers, our listeners who participated in the Superbook season long contest of winning a trip to Vegas to hang out with the Barbers. Our flyaway winner, drum roll please guys, mm -hmm. well done, well done, is Chris Alonzo of San Marcos, Texas. Well hey, hey. Chris, he Love has just done a trip to hang out with the boys and myself at the Superbook in Las Vegas. And there was some foreshadowing earlier in the show, guys. He asked back on December 2nd, offense wins games, defense wins championships, true or false? That was the only question. He knows his stuff. I look yeah. forward I look forward to it. I, I love Texas. My best, one of my best friends lives in Texas. We can party in Texas just like we can party in Vegas. So hey. it'll be fun. Absolutely. And thank you to everyone uh, that sent in questions. Uh, we appreciate it. We had some great fun with that segment this, this season. But congratulations once again, Chris Alonzo of San Marcos, Texas. We'll be getting in touch with you with some details. Uh, but you're going to Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah. Going to be a lot of fun. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Betting with the Barbers. Final four time as we head into the AFC and NFC championship games. Give you the uh, spotlight. Tiki, any final thoughts? Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. The Kansas City Chiefs are hosting, again, the fourth uh, straight AFC championship game. They're just, they've been unbelievable. And on the other side, you got two of the wonder kids. Uh, offensive minds in the league in the NFC. It's going to be a great matchup, no matter how you how you cut it. And if the Bengals somehow find a way to win, good for them. But it's been ages since they've been there. No All right. My 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 thought of the week, and it, it correlates with my uh, my picks uh, with 49ers and the Bengals. Fun fact here: if the 49ers and Bengals advance, it'll be 40 years since they played in their first Super Bowl. Right? Easy. And guess who called that game? Who? Recently deceased John Madden. Oh, so, wow. John Madden, Pat Summerall, 100%. Great stat, man. Well done. Well done. Yeah, kind of crazy to think that uh, we could have uh, the Bengals and 49ers uh, with three beats and, uh, and who knows. Uh, great stuff, guys. Um, just to recap quickly before we get to the AFC and NFC Championship games, because someone's going to be uh, – bragging next week and uh some maybe two guys are going to <laughs> uh ronde and i went with both underdogs taking cincinnati and san francisco and tiki's going with the favorites he's got kansas city and the rams we will see but make sure that uh you join us next week we will preview the super bowl and then we have a lot going on with the Super Bowl show. So make sure that you are following us on social media at Superbook Sports and at Betting with the Barbers uh, for updates on all the action heading into the Super Bowl. You can always hit us up at Ronde Barber, at Tiki Barber, and at our Cruck. Betting with the Barbers airs on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and at Superbook.com. New episodes drop every Thursday at 6 Eastern. 
three Pacific and make sure you look for our video clips throughout the weekend and coming up on uh, Sunday and the big games. And don't forget, you got to get to superbook.com for the latest line movement. If that uh, line in Kansas city goes up to seven and a half, how does that change some things? Uh, there's some injury updates too. So keep an eye on that at superbook.com. The podcast version of Betting with the Barbers is available on Apple and Spotify. For my partners, the stars of the show, Rondé and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Kruk. Enjoy the playoffs, everyone. That is all. You've been locked into the Betting with a Barbers podcast. 10, 5, touchdown Tiki Barber. Presented by Superbook Sports. Featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Rondé Barber. And featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Rondé Barber broke up the play. Rondé Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.